the IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey guys, it is me, it's your dude, I see robots, and we're back for another super exciting, super fun episode of the Stuck at Home Show. That's the one where, like, there's this horrible virus outside, but it's not inside, so we're inside staying away from it. So it's all, it's all good in the hood. We're gonna try to have some fun, we're gonna try to have some good times, we're gonna talk about this, gonna talk about that. But the most important thing that you guys need to know is that I love each and every one of you, and I, I hope that you're all doing well. I hope you're safe, I hope you're sound. It's, it's nice outside today, man. It's like 75 degrees with... A little bit of cloud coverage. Things are starting to feel October-y. Things are starting to feel Halloween-y. I got the house. Got the house all decorated. I got the outside decorated. I put the spooky books into the little library. Everything is feeling great. Everything is feeling fine. We're going to have a good time together. Let's let's see what's going on. I, I'm beginning to feel the Halloween spirit. And I hope that you guys are too. I hope that it's kind of taking in your heart. Taking in your soul. Making you feel spooky-wooky. I... I like Halloween, not as much as I like Christmas, but I I definitely do like Halloween. I don't know if there's going to be any kind of trick-or-treating in effect this year. My gut kind of says no. I think that what I hear some people are doing are leaving, like, uh, little gift bags of Halloween stuff and bowls out in front of the house, and we might do that. We might not. I'm not sure, but we got the blow molds in effect. We got everything going on. The whole house is dipped out. I got a new uh, Dawn of the Dead movie poster. I picked that up and we got it framed, got it hung up. Everything is looking great. I'm really, really happy for that. Let's see what, um, hold on one sec. I got to reach away from the computer. I I picked up something. We went to the uh, Walmart the other day. I'm looking for those retro He-Man figures, the Motus. I want to get Skeletor because I don't have a vintage Skeletor and I I am more than happy to get one of these retro ones and put it up there in my collection and pretend like it's old because I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not that much into it to where I would spend a ton of money picking up a Skeletor. But what I did pick up is a nano metal figure collection set of Snake Eyes, Cobra Commander, Duke, the Baroness Destro, and Storm Shadow. Yes, all the favorites from G.I. Joe. I've never bought any of these little, uh, nano figs, but I've seen them before. They have, like, D&D ones and all kinds of other cool ones. They're, like, I don't know, maybe, like, an inch and a half tall, something in that range. Maybe even just, like, an inch, but they're made of metal, and they're, they're nice little, uh, nice little detailed figs of each guy. I think that I paid, like, eight dollars for these. It's nice to see, uh, something fun from G.I. Joe coming out that's kind of Kind of fun, kind of affordable, 100% die-cast. These are made by Jada Toys. I I didn't find the Motus, if I haven't mentioned that already. They did have a Battle Cat, and the, the pegs were up for the figures, but the figures themselves weren't there yet. So I, I'll, I'll keep checking in. I, 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 I could take it or leave it, honestly. If I find one, I'm happy. If I don't, I'm also happy, because you can't let things like that get you down. Let's bust into these Nano Figs and see what's... See what's cooking inside of here. Run my finger around the ridge. We're going to open these up. It's going to be great. I apologize if you can't hear me. I'm facing away from the microphone right now. I'm facing toward the figs. Let's put this over here so we can look at that later. And let's uh, let's open up the tray. First one we have here is Snake Eyes. Should I get them all out at once and just kind of avoid the rustling sound? Let's do that. We're going to... Man, these are kind of in here pretty good. I don't know if I'm actually going to be able to get them out. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back. In 1968, George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead. It became the classic horror film of its time. 
Now, George Romero brings us the most intensely shocking motion picture experience for all times. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead contains scenes of violence that may be considered shocking. No one under 17 will be admitted. All right. All right. We are back. I have them all out. That took a little bit of doing, man. I'm glad you didn't have to hear that. That was a little bit of wrestling. Each one had like, they have like a little lip in the front of the packaging and it was hard to push them past. They also have little stickers of each of their names, which if I peel off, I should be able to like stick onto something. So that'll be, that'll be kind of fun. Who did I drop here? Oh, check that out. He didn't fall under the desk. He fell right here on top of my printer. That is the Baroness. Let's Let's look at each one of these individually really quick. Here's Duke. Duke's looking pretty good. He has the typical uh, G.I. Joe weapon. His pants are really shiny. Shiny green. They're the same color of, like, Aquaman's pants. Then we got, uh, we got Snake Eyes. This is the Snake Eyes who has the visor. Like he is, um, like he's a knight of the round table, which I, which I think is cool. But I do like the, the very early one where he looks like he's wearing sunglasses. He has a sword and a knife. This is definitely ninja version of him. Here's a uh, Storm Shadow. Storm is cool looking too, man. He has two, two swords. This is, this is the G1 Storm Shadow, the very, very first one. Very cool. Then here's Cobra Commander. He has a hood, and he has a cape. I like this. These guys are pretty fun, man. If they keep putting these out. I would keep getting them at kind of like a dollar fifty each. I can't even complain about the price. Pretty cool. Here's Destro, very Destro-like with his open shirt and his medallion on his chest. Dude is like a very disco type guy. And then we got the Baroness. Looks just like the Baroness. You can see her little glasses. She has a gun. I I really like these. I, I can see getting into these heavily if they came out with more. Now I don't know if they are, but let's just let's just hope. When I first was looking for these, I started poking around on the uh, on the eBay, and these were going for like twenty five, thirty bucks for for people who uh, had already scored them, and I was not about to pay that much. So I was I was really happy to find these on the shelf. Disappointed not to find the Motus. But happy to find these. Man, I I love going to the toy store. I do love going to the Walmart. I love going to the Target. I don't go as much as I used to because of the uh, the risk of the bug. But, dude, their toy sections are just absolutely cleaned out. There's, like, nothing there, dude. You could take, like, you could take everything in the one big aisle of boy toys. And I bet you could put it into, like, into one cart. I don't know if they're going for a reset. I have no idea. But even at Target... It's the same way, if not worse. I think you could take everything in the whole entire Target boy section and put it into, like, one shopping cart. I, I've i yet to see the G.I. Joe classifieds. That's the big Marvel Legends-style G.I. Joes. I've never even, like, ever seen one in person. I was talking to my guy, Engineer Nerd, at Engineer Nerd on the tweets, and he said he's seen one. He saw Snake Eyes, and he scooped him up. I even went to the GameStop, because I've seen people have had luck with the G.I. Joes ever at the GameStop. But the GameStop was closed. It's right, uh, right across from the Walmart. So this was all, like, one big trip. What I did get, though, I got a big box of Otter Pops when I was at Walmart. I love Otter Pops, dude. I love them. I, I love nothing more than, like, a nice popsicle. What's fun is, like, if, you, if you're taking your bath, if you're doing your Calgon Soak of the Year, you can sit there, chew on a couple Otter Pops, and it really makes for, like, a super delightful time. I gotta say, I give these, uh, nano figs a real big thumbs up. I am into these. I've seen who in the past. I saw, like, Harry Potter. I saw, like, just tons of them. Tons and tons and tons of different ones. And I did think they were cool. But I was waiting for them to come out with something that I, I really dug. And, of course, 
we all know your guy is a G.I. Joe bro of the highest order, so I... I couldn't resist. I think these are really dope, really fun. Here you go, Baroness. You can stand right next to Deskro. Because I know you guys are in love. Let's put Snake Eyes here battling Storm Shadow. They can get ready to fight. And here's Duke and Cobra Commander. It's interesting, there's only two Joes and four Cobras, but they kind of pair nicely. You know, you got Deathstorm Baroness, definitely a pair. Storm Shadow Snake Eyes, definitely a pair. And then you got Duke. And Cobra Commander, who can battle it out one-on-one. -on -one. I would imagine Duke would stomp a mud hole in uh, Cobra Commander and walk it dry. Let's, uh, let's get ready to move forward to the show. We've got a new segment after this. Let's, let's take a commercial break, and then we'll move into that. Carving your own Halloween pumpkin can be a lot of fun for grown-ups. Hey, kids, isn't this fun? But with a pumpkin cutter, children of all ages can easily design and carve their own Halloween pumpkins in complete safety. The pumpkin cutter is simple and safe to use. There are no sharp edges, yet it quickly cuts through all pumpkins smoothly. Any child can learn to use the pumpkin cutter the very first time. Make this Halloween extra special with the pumpkin cutter. Available at Pathmark, Genovese, and Rickles Home Centers. Are you there, Siri? It's me. It's me. It's Gino V. Maybe like a month ago, a month and a half ago, I started getting text messages from my guy Gino Vega. They would come to me at like all times of day or night, and they were always like very short, very tersely worded questions about just various things going on in the world. And I, I would always answer them. I thought it was like my guy just reaching out asking me whatever. So I would answer... And then I would never hear back. He wouldn't, like, reply, say, thanks, bro, or whatever. And then another one would come in later in the day, and then sometimes I wouldn't hear for, like, a couple days, and then I would get one. But then I got one, and it started with the word Siri. And it led me to realize that he, he has somehow confused my call with Siri on his iPhone. That's, like, that thing where you can, like, ask questions or, or do whatever. I don't know how... I don't know how this happened. I have no idea, honestly. Maybe he, like, went to put, like, a, uh, like, a quick dial thing for me on the desktop of the phone, and somehow he keeps hitting that instead of, like, hitting the, uh, the Siri button. I don't know. I don't have, I've never had an iPhone. I've never had an Apple anything, to be honest. I haven't used an Apple thing since, like, Apple IIe back at Binkley Elementary School, but he, he still hits me up all the times with these questions, and I, I, I'm surprised he hasn't realized that it is not the official Apple uh, mascot Siri answering the questions. It is, in fact, me, Icy Robots. And since I know he doesn't, like, he doesn't listen to this show ever, I feel like I can, I could run down some of these really quickly here. Just kind of a little, kind of a little interlude until we get to the next segment. I can, I can let you know what's on, what's on his mind. These are all meant in good fun. Don't, don't think I'm making fun of my dude. I love him a lot. But, uh, let's see. Siri. Is it legal to own a whale in California? With this one, I answered, no. No, it's not. And then he responded back, Siri, is it legal to own a dolphin in California? And I, I told him no. And then he said, Siri, is it okay to put a dolphin in a fish tank? And again, I told him no. I definitely told him no. So I'm hoping that he doesn't go that direction. Then I didn't hear from him for like a few days in this regard. And then one popped up and it said, Siri, where is the best place to learn ninjutsu in Napa. That's where he lives, Napa, California, in the wine country. Our guy, our guy's like a highfalutin Napa Valley kind of guy. I, I myself, I'm the salt of the earth in Santa Rosa, hard work in blue collar Santa Rosa, but he lives like, he lives on a vineyard 
in Napa. When you hear him talking about sensational manor, it is in fact a manor. It's on a vineyard. They bottle their own wine, uh, Chateau Vega. It's very, very highfalutin stuff. Dude is not a lot like me. But he asked me, where, where is the best place to learn ninjutsu? And I told him, try Napa ninjutsu on Main Street. I don't know if that's a real... If that's a real place or what, but I'm hoping that, uh, I'm hoping that it is. I want to, I want to keep my credibility. And then he, uh, he hit me up again in a few days and he said, Siri, where can you buy whale meat? And I told him that, uh, whale meat's not legal here in the state of California. And he hit me up again, Siri, where can you buy dolphin meat? And again, I said, dolphin is illegal to eat in California. I don't know what he's thinking here. I'm thinking maybe at one point he wanted to buy a whale for the purpose of eating it sushi style, and then he was going to, uh, instead try to get the meat directly. It's very, very wild to me. And then he said, Siri, do poor people's votes count as much as rich people's votes? I, I thought that was a wild one. I don't know where he's going with this, but I said, yes, yes, they do. Everybody's vote counts the same. And then he asked me another one that I thought was, uh, that I thought was kind of wild. He said, Siri, is heaven real? And if so, am I going there? This one, this one really, really weighed on me. I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to say to my guy, but I, I answered back. I thought this was uh, kind of funny on my part. I thought maybe this would throw him for a loop. I said, yes, it is. And no, you're not. Let's, uh, let's end the segment with that. I, I don't know. I, I, I hope that these keep coming in. There's actually like dozens, I have dozens and dozens and dozens of these. I just kind of read off the ones that I thought were the, the wildest. A lot of them are like, a lot of them are boring. Like, uh, Siri, where can you get a pair of shoes in Napa? Siri, uh, how many kilometers in a mile? Siri, how high are the clouds? Siri, how soon after you drink water do you urinate? Things, things like that. Let's, uh, let's move forward, American Pizza Man. The only real American pizza made by an American. American Pizza Man. Masai Bindo. American Pizza Man. Masai Bindo. American Pizza. American Pizza. American Pizza. All righty, tidy whitey, it is me, the American Pizza Man, back for another exciting dose of the American Pizza Man. That's where we talk about making pizza at home. We talk about all kind of pizza-related activities. Pizza, pizza is the thing that fuels us. Pizza is the thing that brings love into our heart. There is no food in the world better than a pizza. I love it. You love it. Everybody loves it. I gave a piece to my dog, dude. Dogs love it. Dogs love pizza. Everybody loves a pizza pie. I got to admit, I've been slacking on my mackin' lately. I haven't been making as many pizzas as I would like. But with that said, we did have a fire. We've been fighting for our lives. The world has been whack. But now we're getting back on track with the pizza pie. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I actually made a pizza last night that came out quite, quite well. We... We were going to sit down, watch some TV, do some fun stuff. I like to watch uh, wrestling on Wednesday nights. I, I have not completely given it up like my guy Gino Vega. I still kinda, I'm still kind of in the mix a little bit watching the AEW on Wednesday. I know he doesn't like it. I'm not really sure why why he doesn't, but I, I, I get it, man. We all have different tastes, different different styles of entertainment for different folks. But I, I like to watch it. I'll kind of skim through it. And one of the things that makes it a little more fun is we'll uh, make a pizza pie while we do it. It's a lot of fun. And this time we decided to try to make, like, two smaller pizza pies as opposed to, like, one big pizza pie. And one thing that we discovered, we, we went to make the dough. We made the dough the day before. It was actually two days before. And we discovered that, like... The yeast that we had and had been using, while not bad by any degrees, wasn't as active as some new yeast. So we went down to the store and we got uh, replacement yeast. And since then, dude, the pizza dough has been popping. It's been really, really great. We actually got that, like, 
like when you're mushing it around and you get the fibers in between the like fibrous feel of it. We got that. We were really hitting it hard. We we went for two small thin crust pizzas with some homemade tomato sauce. The tomatoes in the garden are in full effect. They're gorgeous. We got big fat ones. We got little small ones. We got like all kinds of them. And the wife has been going crazy with the canning. She got an Instapot. Big shout out to the Sausagetarian. She's the queen of the Instapot. We got an Instapot for the house and she's been canning our own tomato sauce. I think we got like 12, 13 jars in the pantry right now. They're going to carry us through the uh, cold winter months, which are which are kind of beginning right now. The clouds are heavy overhead. It's chilly in the house. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, which is which is nice, dude. Once it gets to be sweatshirt time, it's so it's just so delightful. It's just like it's so great. Nothing goes better than sweatshirts and pizza. So we got the uh we got the fresh canned sauce. It's just so nice to go along with this like dough we made. So we made two small little one. Her one had pepperoni, it had some basil. Two different kinds of cheese. I myself, I just go for the mozzarella, but she likes to make uh, mozzarella as well as cheddar. I don't, I don't know what that's all about, but she does like it. And I got to admit, it does come on good. She uh, slathered some oil on the top. We got like this pizza oil at the uh, little organic market down the street, Oliver's. We got some of that. We put it on there. It was really, really nice. So kind of, kind of a little bit spicy, which, which is cool. And on mine, I put salami. I got some delicious salami with like a peppercorn on the outside. This like dusting of peppercorn, and I diced it up into really small pieces so that when the uh when the temperature of the oven hit it it would kind of kind of shrivel up a little bit kind of uh, shrivel, shrivel up and become sort of sort of crispy it was really great i got the the peppercorn salami then i took some ham i don't normally put ham on a pizza but i do think that it does have its place but i i sliced it up nice and thin so that when the heat hit it it would crackle up too and get a little bacony i went for just like just the mozzarella i i i uh shredded it we got like a big block of the mozzarella, we got the big block, and I shredded it with my uh, cheese grater. Back when I was a kid, and we lived in Oakland, my mom would make lasagnas all the time, lasagnas. We'd make them all the time. That was one of our traditional family meals. We'd have it at least like twice a week. And my job in the lasagna process was the grating of the cheese. I just like, I love to slice it over that thing. I love to like how one side has like bigger grates. Then you have the small little grates on the other side. And then on one side, you can make like little slices. I just think it's like, it's so fun to grate cheese and eat little bites while you're doing it. It just, it it takes me back. It takes me back to being a kid. It makes me happy again. I haven't been happy in like, I haven't been happy in centuries. But when I I grate the cheese, I feel the loving feeling of making lasagnas back in Oakland, Illinois, all over again. So I, I grated that up, put the salami, put the ham then I threw it in the oven. We got a pizza stone. We had the pizza stone like well heated before we put it in. We left them in there for like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. And when they came out, they were perfect. Mwah, mwah. Pizza perfection. The thin crust was great. It had like, it was kind of firm. It cracked when we did it. Oh, just so great. We sat back. We watched wrestling. There was like a dog collar match between Cody and Mr. Brody Lee with blood and guts crimson masks it was great and while i was sitting there watching men drip blood all over each other's faces i was eating pizza i was eating homemade pizza just living the life i think that you guys all listening right now make a pizza look up a pizza dough recipe the one i use is from a frank the pizza man on vice just google frank the pizza man on vice tv they'll give you this really great pizza recipe my gal the sausage vegetarian has a great pizza recipe pizza dough recipe that she hasn't yet shared with us. So if you wanna if you wanna find that one out, hit her up 
at Sausagetarian on the tweets. Let her know you want a pandemic pantry with the recipe. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting. It hasn't come yet. I, I have this idea. We have some of the dough left in the fridge. We made enough for like our two small personal pizzas and then maybe like an additional normal sized pizza, like a medium maybe. I'm thinking like I might try to make just like pizza slices, like take the dough, kind of make it like I'm probably going to like squish it flat into like a square, then kind of like roll up the end to make a crust and then cut it into like a triangle and see if I can make like bake individual slices. I think this could be fun. I think this could be something cool. I'm going to try that tonight. Next time we get together, I'll let you know how that goes. Let me know how your pizza making is going. And I've realized we've been slacking on our Mac and we haven't been making as many pizzas as we should. We've been really like, we've been really letting this slide, but we got to get back into it. You're never going to be a top flight pizza man if you don't practice your pizza artistry. So let me know. Hit me up. Send me a picture of a pizza and I will be happy as can be. Let's Let's jump into the next segment. It's going to be about cereal. It's going to be fun. As time goes by, an eye for an eye, we in this together, son, your beef is mine. So long as the sun shines to light up the sky, we in this together, son, your beef is mine. Listen to the rhythm flow. Milky, cereal, baby. Milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby. Milky, cereal. All right, this is me, and we are back, and I know that the last time I was here, I said I wasn't going to talk about Captain Crunch again, but I actually factually bought myself a piece of Captain Crunch memorabilia that I, that I wanted to share with you guys. I was, I was poking around the eBay, I have like a safe search for, uh, Captain Crunch, and I, I don't know, man, I like to buy like Captain Crunch premiums, things like that, I'm kind of, I'm kind of obsessed in that regard. That's not really true. I'm not, like, fully obsessed. But I do have kind of, like, a small little fun collection of, like, various Captain Crunch things. And when this when this popped up on the list, it sort of caught my attention. It is a Captain Crunch Ship Shake Shaker Cup. Ship Shake. Ship Shake. This is hard to say. Ship Shake. Ship Shake Cereal Shaker was a kind of an offshoot brand that they came out with in 1966. It was... I would call it like an instant breakfast, kind of like a slim fast kind of thing. And the basic idea was you would get like a little packet, pour it into a cup, add some water on top, shake it up, and then drink it. Kind of like a protein shake we do nowadays when we're hitting the iron. But it was more like, it was more like an oatmeal based kind of thing. It was something that like a kid could take to school with them in the morning if they didn't have time to eat a breakfast. Throw the little packet inside of there and then you would just like add the water, shake it up drink it down and be on your way. It was very, very, very high calorie. As I understand it, it came with three different flavors. There was uh, chocolate, and then there was chocolate fudge, which I imagine is like like more chocolate, I guess. And then there was also butterscotch. I I like butterscotch uh, just fine. I don't mind like a butterscotch candy every now and again, but like, I don't know, man. The idea of like an oatmeal butterscotch shake isn't really, it's not really gonna like light my world on fire, to be honest with you. But I... I would give it a shot. I wish I had a chance to get some of these packets. Initially, you would buy the kit. You would get the cup and the packets together. But then over time, they started selling like individual boxes of the packets. And the packets had all the different characters on them and stuff. I've seen a few on the online. And they're they're fairly pricey. And when I say fairly pricey, I mean like 25, 35 bucks. Which is more than I want to pay for like a box of uh, old instant oatmeal drink. But I... I was able to pick up the cup, 
at a pretty good price. When it popped up on my save search, somebody had one for uh, $25. And that was that was more than I wanted to pay for a cup. So I started like doing a doing a different search for like Captain Crunch cup. And then I found a guy who had two. He had two for sale, one with a lid. It has a neat uh, lid with Captain Crunch on it, and it says Ship Shake, and you can see him, like, shaking it up. And he had one with a lid, one without, and it had Make an Offer. And I decided, eh, I'm going to shoot him a super low ball offer and see what he says. So I tossed one his way for $7. $7 with $7 shipping, and he took it. So now I have two of them. I have one with the lid, one without. I have the one with the lid on display it has a nice little image of Captain Crunch on it. It says Captain Crunch, ship shake underneath, and then it kind of, it has on the side, you can see like different measurements. It goes all the way up to a pint. I guess it's like, it'll hold a, uh, well, it'll hold one full pint of fluid to two and a half cups or 16 ounces. I, I have this one on my little display shelf with some of my other Captain Crunch stuff. And I have the other one. I just tossed it in the cabinet. I don't know. I'm going to use it as like a around-the-house coffee cup or around-the-house um, rosé glass when I'm having a nice glass of rosé before bedtime. I I dig it, though. I I did a bit of research into this. Very minimal. I'm not, I'm not Ferg. I'm not Vic Sage. I don't have like a brain for research with these guys. Man, I got to give it up to these guys who can do like a thing-by-thing podcast and like really like dig into the minutiae of a certain item and, like, really get down to, like, who created it, the various offshoots and different colors of things. I I just don't have a brain for that. It hurts me so much. So when I see somebody doing it, I'm just like, my gosh, man, you're, like, an absolute wizard to me. The research I do for the show is just, it's so limited, man. I'll just, like, look at something and go, oh, and then I'll blather on about it and end up talking about something else by the end of the, uh, by the end of the thing. But at one point, they came out with a little, uh, a stamp kit. And the stamp was the same size as the lid. And I understand that you could, like, switch this lid. And then on the top, it would have the stamper with the uh, with the pre-stamped, um, pre-inked pad. And the, the stamps had different Captain Crunch characters on it. I would really like to get my hands on that. There were two different ones. And I haven't been able to find one for sale on the online. Good thing I'm, I'm actually, like, on the online right now. So let's, uh, let's just do a quick search. Captain... Type, 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 Cap'n Crunch Stamp. We'll just see if, if anything comes up. Um, no, no, no. Here's a neat Captain Crunch pin that I, I kind of like. They they recently made some Captain Crunch uh, pop vinyls, and I'm not a big pop vinyl collector, but when you do searches for the Captain, these things, uh, they pop up the most, but I, I really do dig this. I dig this little cup. Go, um, go on the online and take a look at one. I, I, I wish that... I do wish that I could see what they actually tasted like. These were these were from the 60s, like I said, and it only ran for like a real, real, real limited time. But maybe I could take like, maybe I could get some oatmeal, pour it in here with some water, make some watery oatmeal, and then throw some like, uh, uh, like maybe chocolate milk, mix chocolate milk powder, and see what that would be like. It doesn't sound good at all. Let's see what else we can find out really quick. Here is, um, where is it? Oh, here's the, uh, Here's the nutritional information. Each cup was 400 calories. That's a uh, that's a lot of calories right there. It had very let's see, no vitamin B, C, or D. It did have some thiamine. Lots of sugar, 12 grams of sugar. I don't know if this would be something I'd give to my kids in the morning, but this was a different era, man. It was all good in the hood. 
they have cereals with like tons and tons of sugar. I still love the sugary cereal, but when we have our kids and stuff, we give them like Cheerios nowadays. So they don't even like, they don't even get the joy of it. Here's, here's something funny. The kid 2.0 went to the grocery store the other day. She started buying like more and more little things for herself that she likes to eat. And she went, she went to the grocery store to get herself some cereal and I had the Captain Crunch with the Crunch Berries, and I had the standard Captain Crunch. And then she went ahead and she just bought herself a plain box of Cheerios. I don't know what's up with that, but that's what she likes. Let's see. We're getting ready to get up out of here. Don't worry. Next time we do this cereal segment, I'm going to talk about uh, Fruity Pebbles. I bought a box of Fruity Pebbles, and I'm going to mac them down. I used to love this cereal like crazy, and I haven't had it. I haven't had it in so long, but I'm going to eat it up, and then I will tell you guys what it was like, and yada, yada, yada. But uh, let's see. Oh, I had another, um, I had another, this isn't even an adventure, really, but I I have, like, a Facebook ad right now that says I'm looking for, like, a home-recorded VHS. Like, um, like, VHS is people recorded off their TV, old TV shows. Things like that. What I'm what I'm mainly looking for is we used to have this TV channel here in Santa Rosa called KFTY TV 50, and I'm looking for like old Santa Rosa TV 50 newscasts and stuff. I want I want to see the the guy Ed Bebout. He was like the anchor. I want to see some of that. I want to see anything local, local commercial, things like that. But I I have this Facebook ad saying that if you have them, I'll come come take them away if you're looking to get rid of them. And I, I got a hit. I've gotten a couple hits in the past. I got some Michael Jordan basketball games and, and things like that. But I got a I got a hit from a lady, and it turns out she was actually, like, two blocks over from my house. And she said she had, like, three bags of videotapes she'd recorded off TV and that she was, she was going to toss them unless somebody wanted them. So I said, oh, well, uh... I'll walk over and take a look. So I just, you know, it, it was it was really short. So I, I walked on over there. And it turns out they were all movies that she had recorded off TV. And she cut the commercials out of them already, which is which is fine. And I, I didn't want to be rude. So I, I took them anyway. And then she said, hey, I got a bunch of stuff in my garage. If you're, if you're like looking for stuff, maybe you can see something in there you want. I'm going to just dump it all if no one wants it. And I, I kind of dug around in her garage for a while. Like this was... This was the kind of thing you dream about, in a sense. Like, somebody saying, hey, just, like, go see what's in there, and you could have whatever you find. And you're hoping that, like, you'll find some old G.I. Joes or some old Legos or some old stuff. But it was just, like, it was old grandma stuff. Nothing really awesome. But I did, I did get up on a fan. This, like, really dope, like, 1970s fan. This, like, desk fan. It's really big and super powerful. And then we had, like, a bit of a heat wave. So this fan, like, really came in handy. I had to open it up. And, like, like dust it out and stuff. I, like, blew it out. But now it works like a charm, dude. I love it. It has, like, it has, like, this awesome retro aesthetic. So I got a couple bags of tapes. And I got this fan. And then I had to walk home with all of it. Which was something I should have thought about in the first place. Because I'm, like, walking down the street. Walking, like, three or four blocks. Carrying a heavy fan. Carrying two loaded bags full of videotapes. But it's fine. I've gone through a couple of them. And they're just, like, movies. Just random movies off TNT or TBS. Which is cool, I guess. But... All the commercials are cut out, so I don't know. I'll probably end up using them for blanks or something like that. I Not really much of an adventure, but it was something. So big shout out to my guy Preston from the Wayback Attack. He gave me the idea for this. My homie, he seems to like, he seems to get up on these really awesome collections. Like, he was showing on Twitter the other day that he had like a 500 tape find with like episodes of like Friday the 13th TV show and all kinds of kooky fun stuff. I, I myself get people who recorded The Net with Sandy Bullock off of TBS and cut all the commercials out. But still, you can't complain when somebody's giving you something for free. They'll be useful for blanks. They'll be useful for something, I guess. I got a, got a big bin of tapes I can use as blanks just in case. I still like to record stuff. It's still fun to make mixtapes. Anyway, I'm going to get up out of here. Look, dudes, 
We're getting right up on voting time. Your guy got his ballot. Your guy already got his ballot in. I, I took it over to the ballot box at the library here in Rincon Valley, and I already dropped it off. So as you know, the IC Robots radio crew is fully supporting Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in this one. It's a big election, dude. Big, important election. So I'm hoping to get out there and vote. I'm hoping you get your ballots in early. If you feel like you can get them in, in person. Like, if you feel like you can go and actually vote in person. I recommend you do so. We got to get out really fast. We got to get out to a landslide if we're going to get this chump out of office. And getting this chump out of office is integral for us. We can't handle another four years with this guy in charge. By the time it's over, it'll end up being like Mad Max. So, vote early, vote often. This is your guy, I see Robots. Do the time. Don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now. But you gotta believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots radio production. The announcers on this program are employed by Georgia Championship Wrestling Incorporated.